Welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Fasano. I've been away from the podcast for a while, and Jeff Perry has done an awesome job. However, I do plan to publish some solo episodes here periodically through 2022. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about performance reviews and how you can prepare for your next performance review. In fact, I'm going to give you three questions that you should ask in your next review. Unfortunately, most engineering professionals are busy, (laughs) like everyone else. They don't necessarily take the time to prepare for their performance review. And by not doing so, they leave a lot on the table. What can they find out about the future of their position at the company? What about their salary? Where are they headed? What skills should they improve? So I'm going to help you with that today. And for those of you that don't know me, I was the original host of this podcast, I am a licensed professional engineer who practiced as an engineer, but eventually decided I wanted to focus more on inspiring engineers rather than doing the engineering myself. So since then, I've written a book entitled Engineer Your Own Success and have traveled the world helping engineers become better managers and leaders. Now, before we get started, I want to mention that this is a free show and our sponsors help us keep it free. And now I'd like to recognize our sponsor for this episode, WSU. Washington State University's Engineering and Technology Management Master's Degree Program is a perfect balance of technical and managerial education that helps prepare practicing engineers for managing projects, people, and organizational systems. As one former student noted, the knowledge that I gained from the ETM program helped me become a more competent, confident engineer and manager. The program greatly impacted my career and has been a key element in my continued success. Learn more about the engineering management profession at etm.wsu.edu or etm at wsu.edu. Take charge of your career and reach out today. Again, that's etm.wsu.edu or etm at wsu.edu. Let's jump right into today's episode. All right, so let's talk annual performance reviews. Most engineering companies review their employees once per year. I have worked with some companies actually recently that do two reviews per year. They do like a six-month goal check-in and then kind of a more annual performance review. And I think that's great. If your company does it, that's great. If you are at a leadership position in your company and you can make that happen, I think you should do that. It's much better than once per year. But regardless, these annual performance reviews are often very boring, very mechanical. People go through the same form. And it's important for you as the person being reviewed to ask questions. This is your opportunity to find out about your future at your firm. I recently wrote an article where I described three questions and I got some really good feedback on the article. So I thought it'd be better to do a podcast episode on it so I could talk about the questions a little bit more. There's three questions. The first one is, what are the different pathways for growing my career here going forward? You want to have clarity in your career in terms of what's next. Now, you're probably never going to have a very detailed map to follow, and that's okay because flexibility is a good thing, especially in the world that we live in today, of course, but it is good to have a certain level of clarity. And the analogy that I like to use for people is if you work in a company and you don't know what the next steps are, you don't know what the possible career pathways are, you're kind of in a boat in a fog, right? You're going along, you're out on the ocean, and you can't see what's ahead. You have no idea. 
Therefore, you can't plan or prepare. But by asking this question, what are the different pathways for growing my career here going forward, you're starting to gain that clarity. And that can mean everything in your career. Is there a specific management track in your firm that you can get onto? Or does your supervisor or yourself feel that the technical track would best suit you? And what does that look like? Do you agree with their assessment of which track they think you should take? If so, how can you facilitate progress? If not, how can you state your case to get on a different pathway? And the best case scenario is that you'll ask the question and your supervisor will provide a few options, one or a few of which hopefully you're excited about. The worst case scenario is you don't ask this question and you end up missing out on an opportunity that you really would have liked. Or maybe you fail to discover a good opportunity. Maybe there are none. And that could be problematic as well. At the Engineering Management Institute, one of the things we've started doing is we've started helping companies build career roadmaps to easily show their staff and prospective staff members the possible pathways at their companies because clarity is so important. Now, you may not have this in your company, but by asking this question, you can kind of create your own roadmap. So that's the first question. What are the different pathways for growing my career here going forward? The second question is what training and development programs will be available for me over the next 24 months? Most engineering companies that I speak to have fallen behind greatly on training because of all of the project work that they're currently inundated with. Also, partially because of the pandemic. During COVID, a lot of people just didn't know what to do. They were scrambling, so training really went on the back burner. I use the word training because engineers are familiar with it, but we prefer to use the words learning and development at EMI because training is typically a one-time event, like a webinar or a conference or an in-person session. Whereas learning and development requires a series of different actions, the training being one of them, maybe some assignments, some practice, and so on and so forth, some mentoring. However, falling behind in training is not a good habit for engineering companies to adopt. Right now, a lot of companies are doing well financially because of an abundance of work, so they've kind of held off on training, and really mainly because they can't afford to take people off of the project work. However, this is going to catch up with them. It's also going to negatively affect your career if you're not getting the right development programs at the right times during your career. For example, if you're on track to become a project manager within your company, when will they provide you with PM training? If you are on a technical track, are you getting all of the technical training that you need to be able to keep up with industry standards? One of your goals in your career, I hope, would be continuous improvement. Each day, each month, each year, you should strive to become a better version of yourself. And training or learning and development is fundamental to that. Now, there are a lot of companies out there that do have stellar development programs. But by asking this question, you'll just make sure that you understand which programs are going to help you in your career path and when you're going to have access to them. Really good companies include a personal development plan or a training plan in their annual review paperwork to allow this conversation to happen organically so you don't have to ask the question. That's question number two. What training and development programs will be available to me over the next 24 months? I just want to take a quick break here and once again recognize our sponsor for this episode, WSU. The Engineering and Technology Management Program at Washington State University is a systematic approach to professional development for practicing engineers to shift from fully technical positions into leading technical employees and systems. 
a fully online master's degree program, students take classes at night and often implement class lessons in their position at work before the next class. Learn more about a master's degree in engineering and technology management by visiting etm.wsu.edu or emailing them at etm at wsu.edu. Again, you could visit their website at etm.wsu.edu or email them at etm at wsu.edu. Take charge of your career and reach out today. The third question I have for you here today is, in your opinion, what is one change that I could make that would yield the largest improvement in my overall performance? Now, this may be a question that's tough to ask, maybe uncomfortable, but a really good leader will take the time to answer it thoroughly. I'm a huge believer in the Pareto Principle, also known as the 80-20 rule, and if you're a long-time listener of the podcast, you probably know that. And the Pareto Principle states that 80% of the success in your career or life comes from 20% of your efforts. So essentially, a few of the actions that you take lead to most of your success. That's a wild thing to think about, right? Because if you could identify these key drivers and improve them, your performance would likely improve exponentially. And you may not be able to identify those strengths or key drivers without asking someone else. Because sometimes you're so kind of in the weeds with your projects, you don't see what you do best. But your supervisor may or may see the one area where you can really improve. Again, the third question is, in your opinion, what is one change that I could make that would yield the largest improvement in my overall performance? And you can say to them too, listen, just be honest with me because I really want to improve. And I think that that is a really positive thing to say because if I'm doing an annual performance review from someone and they ask me this question and they genuinely want to improve themselves, that makes me happy. And I'm excited about working with this person. And I believe that they would be a long-term key professional in our company because anyone that's that interested in continuous improvement is going places. So the bottom line here is that your annual performance review presents a huge opportunity for you to be able to plan ahead in your career. And my goal is that equipping you with some of these questions, you may be able to really gain valuable information that can provide clarity and ultimately the growth you desire. Now, one last important recommendation would be to present these questions to your supervisor ahead of time if possible, even three or four weeks ahead of time if possible to give him or her time to review them and prepare helpful answers, right? The key here is you want this information. You want these questions answered. Let me just recap the three questions and then we'll wrap this one up. Number one, what are the different pathways for growing my career here going forward? Number two, what training and development programs will be available to me over the next 24 months? And number three, in your opinion, what is one change that I could make that would yield the largest improvement in my overall performance? I hope you enjoyed the episode today. I enjoyed being back here on the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, and I look forward to some more episodes like this. If you ever have any specific topics that you'd like us to cover, you can visit engineeringmanagementinstitute.org, click the contact page and put in your topics, or you can find me on LinkedIn and just send me a message. I love hearing from our listeners. Now, before we wrap up this episode, I would like to recognize our other sponsor for this episode, ASME. 
ASME, the American Society of Mechanical Engineers, serves a wide-ranging engineering community through quality learning, the development of codes and standards, certifications, research, conferences, publications, government relations, and other forms of outreach. Becoming a member and joining the ASME community is the most important connection a current or future mechanical engineer can make. Members can engage with various ASME sections and technical divisions led by ASME volunteers. ASME members get access to a variety of career resources to help you throughout your career, whether you're just out of school or an early seasons professional. Search for rewarding engineering jobs on ASME's Career Center or focus on your professional development by participating in live webinars on key topics. Don't miss your chance to advance your career, enhance your professional network, and find your next ME opportunity. Check out ASME at ASME.org. Again, I'd love to hear your feedback, comments, and our questions. You can visit engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. There you'll find the Engineering Career Coach podcast. Look for episode 262. You'll find a summary of the key points discussed in today's episode, including those three questions, as well as links to any of the other resources, websites, or books mentioned during this episode. And don't forget to check out our upcoming training programs, again, at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. Until next time, I wish you the best in all of your engineering career endeavors. The strategies that you heard in this episode will be of no use to you unless you take action and start to implement them in your career immediately. To help you do that, we have designed a system that you can use at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. It combines live monthly webinars with PDHs, plus a private forum giving you access to coaches and premium content focused on helping you build your management and leadership skills. Join us for our next live webinar at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org and we'll help you engineer your own success.